0: What's up, everybody? I am Trenesty. And I'm Cartoon Joe. And welcome back to another episode of this freaking show. It is the weekly podcast with a little bit of something and a whole lot of nothing. The same weekly podcast that's brought to you by CarterComics.com. Guys, if you're looking for a wonderful place to go and uh, to go on a comic book adventure, to go on a, a hunt for the uh, the treasure that is comic books, well, the best place for you to do that is CarterComics.com. It's the best shopping experience you need to find for comic books. I don't know if that makes sense, but the excitement I have made it total sensible on my fucking head. Yeah. Carter Comics is, right? It made sense to you, right? Because yeah. I'm talking about CarterComics.com and everything about CarterComics.com is totally sensible. Yeah. I don't know if sensible is a word, but it could be now. I'll allow it. You gotta allow it. Well, thanks, Joe. Thanks, Webster's. <laughs> com has everything from graded comics of 9.8s, 9.9s, 9.7s, all the way down to the raw comics that you can just read that aren't totally graded. Because there are uh, different kind of collectors out there in the world, those who like to collect comics to read, and those who like to collect comics to hang up on their wall to uh, allow their friends the opportunity to be totally jealous of their 9.8s and 9.9s. Because the apparently 9.8s and 9.9s are pretty damn rare. Holy grails, if you will. Uh, if you're not a big fan of uh, just purchasing comics on the regular, the normal way, the human way, you can always uh, go ahead and bid on eBay because Carter Comics has four different stores that are available on eBay. All you gotta do is go to CarterComics.com, scroll down their homepage, and you'll find the four links that are four different uh, Facebook or uh, eBay uh, stores where you can find books and bid on them. And if you obviously if you can't find a book that uh You want, uh, just message them, reach out to them, say, hey, I'm looking for this type of book. Do you happen to have it? And then they'll go through their inventory and look for it because they have so much available. They just don't have it all online yet. It's slowly getting up there. But you know what? Everything takes time. I just want to scroll through here real quick and find the uh, book of the week, which is right here. (laughs) Stranger Things number one. Ooh. Graded comic 9.8, Patrick Starfield photo variant. Uh, let, me, uh, let me let me clear the throat here. <clears> throat> Fun fact, stop drinking milk before a podcast. <laughs> uh, when, when Will Byers finds himself in the Upside Down Town, an impossible dark parody of his own world, he is understandably frightened, but there's nothing compared to the fear that takes hold when he realizes what is in the world with him. I have not watched Stranger Things, the TV show, so I don't know if this is related to it. I'm assuming it is. The A kid on a bike? Yep. Okay, cool. So it is uh, currently available right now on CarterComics.com. All you got to do is uh, go to CarterComics.com, sign up for the Carter Comic Club, and I know you're thinking, wow, is it really called the Carter Comic Club? No, it is not called the Carter Comic Club yet. But if I say Carter Comic Club long enough, maybe it'll be like Beetle Douche and poof, there it a fucking is. So go to CarterComics.com, sign up for the Carter Comic Club, and then when you pick up your comics, such as the Comic of the Week, which again, Stranger Things, number one, 9.8 graded, and you throw that bad boy in your cart, use the official promo code FREAKNET, that's F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T, you'll save yourself 10% in your entire order. That's right, you buy $100 worth of comics, boom, $10, you spend $1,000 worth of comics, Boom, $100. You spend $90 worth of comics. Boom, $9. You get what I'm saying? Simple math. Just take the one digit at the front, then there you go. Boom, 10%. I guess, two. if you go for 1000 a $100, $100 plus, there's multiple digits. But you get what I'm saying, 10%. That's a lot of money when you sit there and try to build a collection. Go to CarterComics.com uh, Carter and buy your comics today. Nice. Do it. All right. Speaking of books,
1: maybe you uh, maybe you like to read comics. Maybe you like to have comics read to you. Maybe you like to read regular books. Maybe you like to have books read to you. Best way to have books read to you would be to go to audibletrial.com slash freaknet and get yourself a free 30-day trial of Audible, which uh, has millions, I think, of, of audiobooks to choose from. And major. you get one of those books for free with a credit that comes with your free trial. And uh, it's a great way to listen to, to audiobooks. It's a great way to find audiobooks, find podcasts and short stories and, and millions of other ways to enjoy content um, that, is, that is all audio. So no, no reading with your eyes. But uh, it's great. It's a great product, great way to do it, great way to help us out, great way to help you out. You could uh, listen to some great books while you uh, do literally anything, drive to work, do the dishes, Take a poop, take a shower, uh lots of different ways to uh to read a book. Go to audibletrial.com dot com slash freaknet and get yourself a free thirty day trial and a free audiobook. Right now. Do it. Joe, how do you feel about
0: the uh the intro? I liked it. Like, isn't it nice to kinda of have it come back once in a while? It was. It's like uh it's it's like good herpes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, Right, right, right. I mean, it randomly shows up. But you know what? It's not that bad. Good herpes, not to be mistaken with you know normal herpes. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, what? I think I mentioned on the last show about how I did miss having uh, the uh, the intro from time to time. I know we're working on the cold open thing, and I did like it. I still do like it. So I'm just gonna mix it up, keep you on your toes, and just. Let our listeners have the opportunity to, uh, oh, damn! There's that, there's that intro we loved hearing for four and a half years. You know, I'm so glad it's back. And it'll come and go. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I got a few things I want to talk about today. It's a lot of it has to do with social media or not social media, um, uh, society kind of things. Okay. Uh, a more of a pop culture, I guess, if you will, more pop sure. culture things. Uh, we're going to get to it. We got to go about uh talking about uh you know the things we want to be uh, brought freaking back or freaking bring back stuff. We're going to dive into that too. So, Joey, I'm going to give you the choice uh because you're you know you're part of this and I want people to know that and they don't think I'm selfish. So, I'm going to give you three three things we can talk about, okay? All right. And then you get to pick. We're going to go in whatever order. Okay. We can talk about M&Ms. We could talk about Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Or we can talk about bringing it freaking back. Which one do you want to talk about first?
1: Uh, I have a feeling that if we talk about the other ones, there's a good chance that we uh, will run out of time. So I think we should start with bring it freaking back.
0: <sighs> All right, I'm, I'm okay with I, that. I
1: think it should take the least amount of time.
0: <laughs> I think so. I think so. Cool. Uh, I'll I'll go first since you went first last time. That sure cool, thing? cool. Oh yeah. Um, and we've been uh, we've been sticking around a lot with uh, with food and snacks and stuff the uh, the first couple episodes, so. I wanna I wanna go somewhere a little bit different, um, and uh, TV shows. I wanna talk about TV oh, shows. Uh, something that I always wanted to be brought back, and I don't know if I want to be brought back in like a continuation of a series because I'm talking about a TV show, but something that gives me at least one more season of closure. And uh, I'm talking about Seinfeld, uh, the the show that uh, went off the air as number one. Got, You know, they didn't cancel it. If you watch the interview with uh, Larry King and Jerry Seinfeld, where Larry King made the assumption that the show was canceled, and it wasn't, number one show, uh, highest-rated series finale on air at the time, Um, it just ended with them in prison, just going to jail for a year because because of the good Samaritan law. They weren't willing to help somebody while they were being mugged. So they went to jail for a year, all four in jail for one year, that was the final episode. That was the ending.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's and, no closure there.
0: No. And in my mind, I can think, like, wow, you know, if they really went back to it after a year, you know, maybe took the year off and went back after prison, hey, awesome. But, you know, even if they were to give me something, like, like I said, even if it was a made-for-TV movie or, you know, like a a Netflix. Like a one-hour uh, special. Something. Or, like, a Netflix season of, like, ten episodes. Something that shows, hey, what the hell happened to Jerry, George, Kramer, and Elaine, you know, after prison, you know, after this, then and the other thing? Like, just give me something to uh, say, hey, the prison wasn't the final thing. Because as far as we know, they could still be in there. They're all assholes. They could have easily got their uh, got their parole or their, uh, their prison sentence extended for one thing or another. Now, obviously, in reality... Uh, they're not really, you know, gonna be in the same prison together because, you know, men and women aren't in the same prisons, I believe. Uh, but also at the same time, who knows, maybe they just stuck out in jail because I believe if you're in, if you're, if you're put in jail for less than a year, it's just jail. It's not prison. It's like 364 days or whatever the fuck it is. I'm not quite sure. I used to know that back when I did law enforcement. But there was no closure. So I would like Seinfeld to freaking come back and give me some fucking closure on what is going on.
1: Nice. What sure. did why did Daily? I don't remember the the Larry King interview. Did they just quit? They were just like, "Ah, right, we're yeah, done." Yeah, yeah, there's we're like you know, on the on top.
0: Exactly. That that was that was a big thing. I uh, I think Jody was doing a lot more uh stand-up. Uh the guys wanted to do other things. So they're like, "You know what? I think this is a good point. Uh they they stayed consistent in their popularity uh, and their viewership. They're on prime time the entire uh the entire way through. Uh, yeah, they just, they just say, like, you know what the thing, I think this is a good stopping point. This is a good ending. It wasn't a good ending. It wasn't a great stopping point. It was a funny show. You know, I wanted more, but, uh, yeah, there's just like, Hey, you know, we're good. Let's, let's get out before it goes bad. Yeah. 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 That's smart. That's smart. I, yeah. I, which, I respect which, that. And you know, not a lot of shows do that. You know, a lot of shows will run it till it dies. I mean, like if you, and I love NCIS, so I don't want, I don't want to get the impression that I hate NCIS. But if you look at the ratings from like season one to season, I think they're on nineteen right now, oh my God, um I mean it's it's dropped by almost half, yeah, uh consistent, but still being dropped. I think maybe maybe not half maybe a little maybe a little less than half gone, but I mean, it's not the same, and obviously uh, all these character changes and people coming and going and that does affect it. Um, I don't think NCIS is going to go anywhere anytime soon. I think they're going to be like the next Law and Order SVU. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's it, it's it's one of those things where uh, you don't get an opportunity for shows to leave on top. Seinfeld did. Yeah, uh, yeah. You, you know, know I, I,
1: The Walking Dead is still on.
0: I thought that so, ended.
1: I'm, well, maybe they just ended. They they, they I, I saw an ad for their like four-part season finale, or series finale. Mm. And I was so shocked that it was even still on.
0: I stopped watching like 10 years ago. Yeah, I thought it ended, um I thought it ended uh, like a couple years ago because they were doing that uh new, like, Walking Dead on Islander bullshit. Yeah, yeah. But, well, yeah, you know, I'd, I never got into Walking Dead. I wa- I watched the very first episode, and I watched the black-and-white version of it. Uh, with, uh, what well would Jenna, when I was dating Jenna at the time? Because I think it came out around the same time we were dating, around like 2010, 2011. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I, zombies, zombies never been the biggest thing for me. I mean, if they're done, they have to be done in a unique and different way. And Walking right. Dead really didn't seem like it did that way. No, uh, they just zom- kind of regular zombies. Yeah. So, I mean, Zombie with a Shotgun was unique. Uh, uh, Zombieland, unique. Uh, what the hell is that? Uh, warm blooded. That, uh, romance one was kind of okay. Oh, okay. But, I mean, every, every day, uh, you know, the, the ordinary zombie aspect, like, it's fine, but when you do everything about it, the, you know, uh, uh, Dawn of the Dead, Walking Dead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. all that shit, you know, oh my God, it's a zombie. I'm assuming there's a movie like that, probably a Sea Raid movie or whatever. Yep. But, yeah, no, um. Yeah, we I used to, had-
1: to uh, We'd get together, uh, my college friends and I, when we, we would literally, like, we'd order a pizza, and, like, that was the thing we did on Sunday nights for years. So even even at a certain point, uh, we would, like, we'd do Bible study and then order a pizza, and then as soon as the pizza got there, it would be about when the show would start. Oh, okay. So it was, like, a whole thing. What so, pizza? Uh, usually we did monocles. Good man. Good man. Good man. Uh, monocles. Not a man. Li- not a lot of good pizza in Lafayette, in my opinion. So,
0: is it because they don't have a lot of chains, or they got a lot of mom and pops that just really didn't hit the mark on pizza? Uh,
1: they got a lot of chains, but it's like the worst chains. Gotcha, in my opinion, it's it's like it's like all Pizza Hut and Papa John's, which are my two least favorite.
0: Mm. Uh, there's last, a couple
1: of, a couple of other good ones, but.
0: was the last time you had like Domino's?
1: Uh, I have Domino's probably. Uh, every couple of months, even now. I've never had a Domino's pizza. They are now, I, I got to say, now is the time to have a Domino's pizza. Uh, ten years ago was not the time. They were terrible ten years ago.
0: Well, maybe um, maybe, uh, maybe one day we'll do a video on uh, pizzas. We'll try different I'd pizzas and stuff. Be very into that. I love pizza. I, I, we'll do that well, right That's, that's right.
1: the thing about pizzas. Even bad pizza is fine.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's... it's uh, I mean it's doable, but it's really hard to fuck up pizza. People right. find a way to do it, but it's really hard to do it. But yeah, we well, we could do like we could do like a uh, uh, fucking uh, Domino's. We could do uh, uh fucking uh what the hell is that? That racist Papa John's. Yeah, Papa John's. Uh, pizza Hut, uh, Little Caesars. nah mm. uh, we'll throw some for, uh, frozen ones in there. You know I what, tell you what?
1: what? I love Little Caesars, and I know that that's uh, it's a very controversial statement, especially mm-hmm. when you live in live. Close enough to Chicago to just get Giordano's on any given night, mm-hmm. uh, but for five dollars you can have a hot and ready pizza. Yeah, and it's it's not the greatest pizza. It's it's the five dollars pizza you've ever had.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's nothing it's, wrong
1: with that, it's,
0: <laughs> right? It's it's the same it's the same thing as like, you know, you go to McDonald's and get a burger for a buck fifty, or go to a yeah. restaurant. Yeah, it's like you're looking for something that's just ready and on the go, and yeah, mm-hmm. it's not. It's not like a large-ass fucking pizza. It's not a family-sized fucking pizza. You know, it's bigger than a personal size pizza. Yeah, yeah. You Although know? I've
1: eaten it in one sitting before.
0: Oh, who hasn't? It's a $5 yeah. pizza. That justifies a yeah. good like one sitting right. kind of meal. It's $5. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, cheaper and than know, most Subway you sandwiches. You don't have to wait
1: 45 minutes for it and pay $17 plus tip to have someone deliver it to you like you would with your Donos. Yeah. Oh. You know, and I'm, I'm just talking cheese to cheese. A, a cheese pizza, at Giordano's. That's a, a the the basically a medium or large size pizza is like 16 dollars.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. My yeah. uh, fast food. As we, uh, now that we're mentioning fast food, there's four things today on this episode. One of oh. them it's a fast food, uh, and I may I, I may Quentin Tarantino that story. I'm that's intrigued the, by that.
1: Right,
0: Quentin Tarantino. That's where like you tell the back, you tell the story backwards, right? Where you going to do it? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, well, I'm going to tell it backwards. Well, no, yeah, not, you know, I mean, I'll well. just t- I'll just tell it. But basically, the ending of the story was, I told the guy in the drive thru to fuck himself. Then what's it? I'll get to I'll get to that point.
1: So gotcha. Nice. Yeah.
0: Anyways, uh, what do you want to be? What do you want freaking bring back, Joe? No, what do
1: I want to freaking brought back? Uh, my some of my favorite childhood memories was going to the local town pool, and um, we would. Uh, it it was just great. It was, you know, a low, I think, summer fee for the whole family to go. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we didn't have a pool yet at that time. And it was just nice. It was nice to be able to get out of town and and go into the next small town over and and swim in that pool for a while and then go home. And at that pool, they had all kinds of great snacks. Mm -hmm. The one that was always one of my favorites, and I think actually Houston loved it even more, was uh, they had... Uh the Laffy Taffy uh like bars. Remember when Laffy Taffy they they still have these apparently, but you know, now nowadays when you see Laffy Taffy's they're just those little like two inch taffies. That's like a little yeah. Just a little taste. They used yeah. to have like big it was like a candy bar candy bar sized taffy. I mean it was like uh probably mm-hmm. two and a half inches by like five inches.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, I don't know. I I know exactly what you're talking about. And well, they still
1: have those, but uh but they had a watermelon one that had little crunchy watermelon seeds in it. Yeah. And they don't sell those anymore. They don't have this they, they brought watermelon back as a flavor recently, but they still don't have the seeds in them. And that was the most awesome snack. I I ah, oh. oh, I remember it so fondly.
0: I'm not gonna lie to you, Joe. When you asked me if I remember these laffy Taffys, in my head I wanted to say, Yeah, I specifically remember the watermelon one with the seeds, but I was like, wait a minute. If this is his, I don't want to take that away from him. (laughs) But I remember, yo, yeah, no, I mean, I mean, that was huge. That was huge. And I don't know how it was back in cities and stuff, but that was small town shit. Oh, yeah. You know, like, I mean, but I mean, watermelons always been a small town thing where you sit out and pour it, eat fucking wild watermelon, spit the seeds out, the fact that Laffy Taffy, not you know not only did like Laffy Taffy create like a watermelon looking candy with like the little seeds in, it, but they were like legit like legit things. You know, it wasn't just painted on fucking dots. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You go. You go get watermelon taffy now
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: from like a saltwater taffy place, and it's it's just colored taffy. It's not yep. crunchy. It's nothing. There's no substance to it. Yeah.
0: I do I do love saltwater
1: taffy, though. I do, too. Yeah, I could eat that cool. stuff by the fistful.
0: Every time I go to Cracker Barrel, I always look for that saltwater taffy box. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, mm.
1: good. so good. When I was working at the the hospital last year, there was, uh, whenever someone went on vacation, they would come back and they would always have saltwater taffy. It was like the, the favorite thing of the nurses to snack on.
0: Right. It was good. So right. good. So
1: oh good. my God. Oh good. But, right. Yeah, that's what I would bring back is, is the little watermelon crunchy seeds.
0: Nice. Nice. All right. I told Guy like to drive through the fuck off. Yeah. 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 So, uh, I went to work. I worked over the weekend. I, I worked. I, today's my first day off in five days. I worked, uh, 60 hours straight over the weekend. It sucked, but I did it. No problem. On Saturday, it was a Friday. Is it a Friday or Saturday? Yeah. Um, me and a couple other co-workers were sitting down, getting ready to start the shift. One of the co-workers was picking up some extra hours because they needed to fill in. He was getting ready to leave, but he had to come back. You know, all this other bullshit. And we kept asking him, Hey, you know, go grab us some fucking whoppers. It was like six in the morning. Burger King was open for breakfast, but they served whoppers. Like, go get us some fucking whoppers. We want some whoppers. The whoppers with cheese, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. yeah. Well, he ended up not going to fucking Burger King and getting Whoppers, but at the end of that shift, I was so in the mindset of fucking Whoppers, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to go get a fucking Whopper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like getting a Whopper, they're two for six right now, you know, fuck it, I feel like having some pickles. Burger King, I think, is one of the be- uh, best places for pickles, uh, McDonald's, close second, but Burger King has some sure. thick, crunchy, delicious fucking pickles. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I go to the drive-thru, everything's normal, I order my fucking food, I say, yeah, can okay, I get two whoppers with cheese, uh, heavy pickle, they don't say extra pickle, heavy pickle. And it's, it's, a heavy like, pickle. Right. it's a heavy pickle. It's a heavy pickle. After if I want anything else, I said, yeah, I'd like a large Coke and, uh, large Coke, no ice. Okay, whatever. Um 'cause cause ice, if you guys don't know, ice, uh, it's a filler, it takes it takes away space, the drink comes out cold, that's it. Uh, or go light ice if you think it's you know you want to be too cautious. Whatever. Right. I like light ice so that I can chew on it later. I get that. I give. Yeah. You know that that's a, that's a good reason to get ice. So I pull up to the drive through. I give him my fucking credit card. Dude, fucking like and I normally like I don't know how you like how how your drive through experiences are, but ninety nine point nine percent of the time when I go through the drive through. The person in the fucking drive-thru window will extend their hand out so far and I would meet them with the credit card. Yeah. Like they really they really don't really extend too far outside the window. Right. Okay. This yeah. motherfucker. Every a while,
1: you'll get somebody who's really short and they'll like lean their whole body out. But hundred percent. No, not no. this <laughs> usually motherfucker. Not, usually not. Yeah.
0: This motherfucker was tall enough to not have to do this. Right. I fucking go into my wallet grab my fucking credit card out, when I go to turn to hand the fucking credit card, dude is reaching through the window into my truck. What? Okay? Fucking weird. So, like, literally, I had to fucking, like, T-Rex arm my fucking credit card into his (laughs) hand. Not not make, my elbow did not leave my side as I handed him the fucking uh, credit card. And I always do my best to get as close to the window as possible, so there's not excessive reach and shit like that, because you don't, like you said, short people, you don't know i've, I've also i've
1: dropped my credit card or whatever if i'm too far away from the window so i try to get close now
0: oh i had a drive-through drop my entire taco bell order once oh no i, I told that story right i don't think so i'm gonna tell that one that one's super as quick but i want to get through this one yeah
1: yeah
0: <laughs> so i get the guy the fucking credit card he fucking swipes it he's getting the fucking drink ready and everything Hands me back the credit card. Now, while he has the credit card out the fucking window at me, he's putting the lid on the fucking drink. I grab my credit card. I put my hand out for the drink. As I'm putting the fucking credit card in, dude shoves the cup, lid not fully on, into my hand, pushes my hand back into my car, pours over my fucking lap. Oh, God. He literally... And he was... I know he wasn't paying attention to where my hand was. So, I wanted to fucking... You know, like, okay... He didn't realize that my hand was out in my own fucking truck. I'm trying to get the benefit of the doubt because he sure. definitely extended too far out with the fucking cup. Yeah. I'm like, okay, you know what? He didn't put the lid on right away. He didn't pay attention to what he was doing. He shoved the thing through my fucking window again, hitting my hand at top. But you know what? Accidents do fucking happen. Yeah, you know this is him? Sure. Accidents do fucking happen. He's like, dude, why didn't you grab it? Oh, no. <clears throat> Still staying calm. I'm like, you know yeah. what? Whatever. It's like, yeah, man. Uh, Fuck. Yeah, shit. Uh, can I get some napkins and, uh, you know, maybe a new drink? Scoffs at me. I go to hand him the cup back. He closed the fucking door. I'm like, okay. I pour whatever left out on the fucking uh, ground. Throw the cup onto the uh, floor in my passenger seat. Sitting there with fucking uh, sticky soaking fucking nuts, whatever. Yep, yep. Fucking dude comes by with my fucking, uh, with the bag of, of Whoppers. Again, extends his hand out the fucking window into my fucking truck, says, thank you, drops it into my hand, doesn't wait for me to grab it. So, you know, he's like, I put my hand underneath it, and he dropped it. Right. You know. So he's like, thanks, and then shut the door. Okay. Fucking knock on the window. Nicely. I'm not banging on the window. Tapping on the window. He comes back. Yeah, what's up? I'm like, can I get some napkins for this spill? He's like, they're in the bag. Shuts the fucking door. (laughs) Knocked on the fucking door again. Yeah, man. Hey, uh, I didn't get my drink. He's like, I gave you your drink. You spilled it. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah you it's like it's spilled i just need a new drink not blaming him yet like yeah it's right. spilled, but you know clearly you know it wasn't intentional just can i get a can i just get the refill he's like i can't be giving up you know free drinks bro that's gonna get me in trouble <clears throat> i was like well dude you spilling a drink on me could get you in trouble i just want a new one right so he fills the fucking cup scoffing bitching whatever Hands it the like cup. me five I had...
1: seconds to fill those cups, too.
0: Yeah. It's like, no. Yeah. Yeah. No, this guy is making this way worse than it fucking should have been. Right. He's fucking filling the cup. I literally made sure my hand was out that he saw it so he didn't shove it back into me again, grabbed the cup, look at it, not Coke, it's Sprite, said, "Uh, dude, uh, I want a Coke. You gave me Sprite. He's like, what a it matter? So that's <laughs> when I was like, you know what? Fuck you, dude. And I fucking left. I reached in the bag to grab the napkins. No fucking napkins. What a dick. Yeah. Also, no extra pickles. So. Uh, Bad experience all around. No kidding. But you know what? I was proud of myself for keeping my composure for most of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Um, Taco Bell. Real quick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I ordered a party pack. I was going to meet some friends at my house. I was like, fuck, we're going to get some tacos. Went through drive through. Hey, got to get the uh, twelve pack of tacos, six hard shells, six softs. No problem. Uh, Roll through. Waiting there a little bit. Pandemic takes a little while, whatever. Sure. Um, they didn't have the fucking uh, party pack boxes, so they just went to go hand me a bag. Yeah. So the lady had her hand on the bag. I went to go grab the bag. The moment that my hand grabbed the bag, the bottom of the bag blew out, causing oh, no. twelve tacos to fall to the ground oh. and shit. And I'm looking down at it. She's looking down. I'm like, oh, "No way!" And I'm like, "Well, that's unfortunate, isn't it?" She's like, "I don't know what to do about this." And I looked at her. I'm like got <laughs>
1: rocket science? You make twelve more tacos. Right. I, I looked at
0: her and I'm like, I'm like, what what's what's your what's it, what's going through your mind at this very moment on how you think this situation is going to get resolved? She's like, well, I mean, I did hand you the bag, and I'm like, well, you didn't take your hand off the bag, did you? She's right. like, well, we're both holding it. I'm like, yeah. So it seems to me you owe me twelve new tacos. She's like, ah. Oh. Uh, well, you know, it's going to take a while to make them. And I'm like, well, I paid for them. So, yeah, I'm going to sit here and wait for them. That's so bizarre to me. Yeah. So she closes the door. Somebody comes out, cleans it up and everything. Like eight minutes later, she comes back, hand a bottom bag, top bag, hands it to me like a person should pass a heavy bag to somebody. Right. If I can leave, I get back to my house and everything. And, uh. My buddy's like, my buddy's like, like, why did these fucking uh, tacos look smashed? So I don't know if they're being dicks and just fucking like just making them very poorly, or they found some of the ones on the ground that were still wrapped and reused them. Not gonna accuse oh my them. God. Like, not gonna accuse them because I have no proof. Yeah, but uh, some of the hard shell ones were cracked. Some of the soft shell ones looked a little skewed. It appeared they took a, ta- a high fall. But right. not going to accuse them. But yeah, that's the fact, the fact mm. that the woman looked at me and said, I don't know what to do about this. Like, are you fucking kidding me, lady? Like, like, like God damn it. But yeah, two two of my greatest fucking drive-thru stories.
1: Yeah. I've never had that kind of a problem with the drive-thru
0: ever. Like
1: literally, or, or any, any fast food ever. If there's even the slightest problem, it they're so usually so fast to just be like, Oh, let me just fix that for you. Let me just get you a new one. And I, I've had ones before. I can't remember the exact stories because they didn't matter. Mm-hmm. But like uh, where where something happened, it was even my fault. And they still were just like, let me just get you a new one. Don't worry about it.
0: Oh, you're one lucky ones, man.
1: Yeah, I guess. It's just it's so strange to me that like like I I know just enough about how much it costs to make one of those tacos. Yep. Then it's like, why wouldn't you just make it for free? It, do, uh, it doesn't, it's not It's not going to cost you nearly as much as you're going to lose
0: if you piss somebody off. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, and, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Well, yeah, no, no, and that's the thing, man. It's like, because I'm, I'm sitting there like, you know, I, I try to keep my composure, especially when I go through driving. I've worked fast food. And I've dealt with people who fucking, who get outraged over the tiniest fucking thing. It's like, I don't want to be that guy. So I think what I went through, I think I, my composure was pretty well because what I went through was pretty excessive when I came to Burger King. Yeah, yeah. Taco Bell like, they, yeah, Taco Bell they had a they, they had a small little dispute about well, we did hand you the bag, but they didn't make a case out of it. They're Like, okay, we'll just remake it, whatever. Right. Um, and it's not like I, I, would I,
1: w- least, I wouldn't even I, I wouldn't even be confused. I've been like, let me remake those for you. Right. And I wouldn't just send somebody out to pick them up uh, right away because like maybe you as the person in the car
0: want to get out of the car
1: and, and collect the tacos off the ground that are still wrapped.
0: Right. Well, and that's the thing too, is like the fucking dude that came, I mean, like again, mentioned in the uh, Burger King story, I try to get as close to the window as possible for the reach. Right. So the skinny ass fucking dude is like holding onto the window, trying to wedge himself between the fucking wall and my door to scoop, to scoop shit towards him to fucking pick up. I'm like, like there's nobody behind me. This was 11 o'clock at night. It's like, like, dude, let me, let me leave. leave no, not one uh, bit. So it was, it was weird. So I don't know if, if you know, the shit was smashed because at 11 o'clock. They had to make 24 fucking tacos total. Right. Um, you know, Burger King, I, I was there at 6 fucking 30. So they had no fucking reason to be pissed other than it was just some asshole who doesn't, maybe it was his first fucking job. He doesn't know how to fucking act. Right. You know, I couldn't tell because he was wearing a fucking mask. But he looks like the kind of kid that had a fucking lip ring. And I don't trust kids with fucking lip rings. So, <laughs> I hear you. I
1: hear you. Um, I'm trying yeah, to
0: remember was, there was something else that popped up there while you were talking. About Burger King? About Taco Bell? Yeah, it'll come.
1: Yeah, it's probably Taco Bell. It'll come back to me real
0: well. Is, uh, is it about bringing back the uh, Taco Bell oh, pizza? Oh, it was about the bags. I,
1: I, uh, I, I've also never had a bag from Taco Bell that was thin enough that it could have a blowout like that.
0: Oh, God, but the I've, structural I've had, integrity of this bag, man. Yeah, I've had plenty
1: of of Taco 12 packs that didn't come in the party box, mm-hmm. that didn't blow out the bag. I just don't – I can't understand, like, how the bag got blown out. All the I, like, the whole the whole thing, the whole thing makes no sense to me it, from start it, to finish.
0: <laughs> it, it, it's one of those, like, and, yeah, it's like – I've noticed lately, like, those bags, like, there's something wrong with them. Like, it almost, like, it's it's not as thick as they used to be. It's not as thin as tissue paper, but it feels like somewhere in the fucking middle. Huh. It's just, like, I and I can't fucking explain. I mean, like, a lot of times, like, if I go to pick up, like, talk about, like, because Steam Hollow doesn't have, like, a kitchen, so you can bring food in there. Yeah, so, yeah. If I'm, so, if I'm meeting friends at Steam Holland, and I go, I like, hey, I'll just pick up some tacos on the fuck away. Or if I'm leaving Steam team and I go on and grab, like, you know, some of these, um, oh, God, they're called, like, spicy chicken burritos or whatever that's on the fucking oh, crave, yeah. the crave menu or whatever the hell they call it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Great fucking th- option, though. I'd recommend to try them at any point if you ever at Taco Bell. Um, every time I get handed the bag, it's just like, it's just, they just, it feels soft. It feels like, like, the, Gosh, the integrity is just isn't there anymore, and I don't know, like, maybe they have the bags too close to some kind of, like, fucking steam, or, or some shit, or, like, what, I don't know what the fuck it is, but, yeah, no, yeah. if I don't get that box, i fucking worry. That's so interesting, because, like, by me, I feel like the bags are too thick. Like, they're,
1: it's almost like a grocery bag.
0: Oh, I don't know what I'm wrong with the tooth thick of a bag.
1: Oh, I don't like it. Oh, you're a monster. <laughs> well, you
0: can have my, you can have my blowout bags if you want. Yeah. That makes you happy. Uh, I want to I want to talk about Peter Dinklage and uh, his uh his outrage of the Snow White movie. Yeah, I, like, I don't totally understand
1: it, uh, but I I'm not opposed to it. But go on.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm, just, I'm going to get your opinion on it. Get your thoughts. Uh, before we do, I want to mention uh, <coughs> com, proud sponsor of the yeah, uh, podcast. Of,
1: speaking of sticky nuts from uh, getting coke spilled on them.
0: Right, <laughs> right? If if you have ever had some dick bag in a drive-thru pour a Coke all over you and try to blame you for it and not give you napkins to clean it up, and you got to drive 45 minutes home afterwards uh. while you slowly dry in a truck while you're trying to stay warm during negative four degrees. <clears throat> yeah, I know, I know it's very specific, but I bet there's somebody out there that's like, yeah, fucking, you know, I had the same damn thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, guys, uh, make sure you pick up some ball wash products to help you clean your balls off from the horrifying fucking ball bag that is a uh, fucking drive-through uh, clerk. I'll say clerk. Um, clerk? Yep, clerk. Yep. Yeah. Uh, ballwash.com is a one-stop shop for all your hygiene needs: everything from shampoos, conditioners, body rubs, uh, body soaps. Uh, they got some. Nut rub colognes, Ball Guard, which is my favorite product as it dries like a powder. But it goes on like a lotion to help the chafing in those hot summer days, which we haven't had too many of them here. But, um, you know, if you work in warehouses and shit like that, and you get a little warm and toasty and chafing, Ball Guard will save your life. From head to toe, from hole to pole, when it comes to your body and your sack, they you got your back. Use the promo code FREAKNET, that's F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T, at checkout. You'll save yourself fifteen percent in your entire order of ball wash products, and it's not just hygiene, but personal use as well. They got they got the uh, new ball uh, shaver, they got the uh, the new oh. uh, the manscaper. Uh, they have uh, personal lubricants. Uh, they have some boxers. They uh, have other merch. Uh, you can buy everything in a gift box or a ball description. So many different ways for you to enjoy your Ball Wash products, and you can do that right now at BallWash.com. Sign up, fill your cart, and, again, use the promo code FREAKNET, that's F R E A K N E T. Save yourself 15% on your entire order of Ball Wash. (sighs) (sighs) Okay. Peter Dinklage has been called selfish and hypocritical by fellow actors with dwarfism after he spoke out against a planned live-action remake of Disney's classic Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Uh Peter Dinklage has recently gone on to another podcast. Uh I believe it was uh uh the WTF podcast uh earlier uh last month, I guess not since we're in February. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh Went on Record saying that he wasn't a big fan of the idea of uh Disney using uh true uh little people. I don't know I don't know is the, is little people the technical term dwarf?
1: I honestly don't even know anymore. I
0: don't even know either. Um, I'm gonna go with little person.
1: Yeah, little little person sounds right. Uh, Only because of that TLC show, Little People, Big World.
0: Yeah. I know you can't use midget. I know midget isn't, like, used anymore. And I don't want to say dwarfs because we're talking about dwarfs in a fairy tale. Wait,
1: are they fantasy dwarves or are they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so little
0: people. So Disney wants to use true-to-life little people uh, to play the role of the dwarfs um they already cast uh, snow white which uh is gonna be portrayed by uh rachelle zegler going to see if i pronounce that right mm. um colombian uh she's she has colombian and polish heritage so uh mm. you know you know like really you know really uh that diversifying we we've seen Disney di- uh diversify a lot in what they do yeah um so this is exciting this is new i'm excited for it <laughs> she was—I uh, guess she was in West Side Stories, which I've yet to see. But I'm a huge musical fan, so I got to check that out soon. Oh, I didn't even know they made a new West Side Story. Yeah, how about that? Yeah. Oh yeah, they did. Yeah, I definitely recommend it because it's a musical, and I'm a huge fan of musicals. <laughs> well, uh, I've
1: seen the original.
0: I like the original a lot. So yeah. Uh this is a uh, this is a quote from Peter Dinklage from. Um, uh from his uh from his uh interview. (coughs) Literally no offense to anyone, but I was a little taken back when they were very proud to cast a Latina actress as Snow White, but you're still telling the story of Snow White and Seven Dwarves because it says take a step back and look at what you're doing there. You're progressive in one way, but then you're still making (coughs) you're still making that fucking backwards story backwards ass uh yeah. Fucking backwards story about seven dwarves living in a cave together. What the fuck are you doing, man? Have I done nothing to advance the cause from my soapbox? Mm-hmm. I guess I'm not loud enough. I don't know which studio that is, but they were so proud of it. All love and respect to the actress and all the people who they, who thought they were doing the right thing. But I'm just like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Um so obviously uh not too happy about the fact that snow white swim dwarves. they're they're i guess because they're using uh, somebody from a different ethnicity to play snow white, why not change the concept of it being dwarfs right that's what that's at least what I got from it like he's not he's not saying you know like what the fuck to you know the the uh hispanic Polish actress just right yeah, like yeah. To, hey if if you're if you're looking to be progressive in one area, why not the other mm uh, a lot of people have actually gone uh a lot of people a lot of little people uh disagree with what Peter Dinklage says. Um uh, one guy, Dylan Postle who uh if I don't know if you ever watched I mean if you remember uh the leprechaun from WDE Hornswoggle, low little, little guy? I Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah. So his real name's uh Dylan Postle. He actually went on Fox News, uh, was talking about how he kinda disagrees with uh what Dinklage was saying, saying that um that this role is like a, a role of a lifetime for seven little people. And um he wasn't quite sure. I think he actually put out tweets saying uh he doesn't know who made uh Dinklage the uh the king of the little people. hmm Um let's see here. Uh tune Tan, who I'm not quite sure who that is, Uh, let's see here. There it is. Tan said, it is hypocritical. I think it is really selfish of him because he's made it now, and he's taken the opportunity away from other people that have dwarfism. Mm-hmm. Uh, he knows the position that we've been through. Uh, I'm sure he's walked the path. It's been difficult to get certain roles, and he has been made fun of on Game of Thrones and other roles for his height. Uh, Pulso went on uh, record to say he's taking a dream wall away from, from taking away that were set in stone for seven dwarf actors. Actors that dream of being in a Disney film. Because, as we know, Disney they don't go do things on a small scale, especially with readaptations like this. This is right. going to be a huge, huge film. Um, so yeah, it's obviously uh, different perspectives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just, I just want your kind of opinion and your thought on it. Uh, when I look at it, I kind of side with uh, Postal and Tan, the other pe- uh, little people who kind of de- uh, disagree with Dinklage. Now I understand where Dinklage is coming from. Right. Um, but at the same time, it's like, you know, like if there was an opportunity, let's say like there was a, there was an opportunity for a role for a big guy with brown hair. And I was an actor and I had the opportunity to go for that role. And instead they gave it to a Zach Efron who they CGI, looked right. like a fat guy. I'd be right. like, well, fuck, you know, that's, that could have been my opportunity. And right. I get where these guys are coming from on it to where it's like, like, listen, like, you know, still on from doors, like, like, let the story be the story, because you're either going to have just seven really big fucking dudes, or you're going to have seven, you know, normal sized actors who are CGI to look like little people. Kind of like how they did with Dinklage, you made him that big, uh, right? Uh, troll or elf ogre? I, I don't know what he was. So he, in, was uh, he was
1: in in uh, four, right?
0: In in, in, uh, in Endgame. Infinity uh, War. Infinity Wars, Infinity Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what was he. Yeah, he was, actually he was a dwarf. In uh, yeah.
1: in Infinity War, which is yeah. fun, yeah, fucking fun dwarf. that they made him giant, a giant dwarf,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, I just want to get your perspective on this real quick. I don't want to talk too much about it because obviously we're not little people, so our perspective here is just yeah, yeah. Opinion, yeah, yeah. But That's what, yeah. Go ahead.
1: Um, I was actually I was looking up because I the paprika had a discussion about this, and and there's a woman in the group who who is a little person who, um, uh does does talk about this a little bit, um. And uh, um, I, I get I, – I think the, it's, it's, it's a challenging thing because, like, I don't, I don't necessarily think it's hypocritical to say, hey, I had to take these shitty roles uh, a long time ago that depended on stereotypes about dwarves, and I, I would like those – it's not that I want those roles to go away. It's that I don't want these roles to be based on stereotypes anymore. Yeah. Like, I, I, can, I can get where he's coming from there, and I, I don't necessarily see it as hypocritical. Um, I, I could see also where, you know, maybe it is a little selfish to say, you know, I, I don't know if it's necessarily selfish either, because I, I think he's trying to look out for, for other little people actors. Um, you know, he, he had to go through all this shit to be able to get a role like Cyrano de Bergerac in the upcoming uh, movie that he's in. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's something that would have never happened. If he hadn't have like done Game of Thrones or been in like um, uh, Tiptoes, that awful movie, that awful yeah. Gary Oldman movie, <laughs> that I think about it like once, once every six months. <laughs> um, but I, I also think you know it's, I don't know. That's that's basically where I'm at. I, I, I hear where he's coming from, and I, I think I agree more with Dinklage. But I also think that people need work, and that. This this is a potential way for people to get jobs, and I I can see where they're coming from too. And so it's just, you know, I, I'm a little bit more wait and see because like I think yeah. Disney has been doing a good job lately of taking representation seriously. Yeah. Um, and I don't see how I don't yet see how this movie is going to come out and make it like more socially acceptable to uh, crap on little people like like everyone's done.
0: Yeah, you and know, I, like,
1: I, that's that's a concern I think that people have is they're afraid that it's going to continue to make little people discriminated against. And I I can get where you're coming from, but
0: yeah, the, the only thing the only thing I can think about is like, and I get what Dinklage, I, I, it's like what you said, like Dink, I think what Dinklage is trying to aim for is like, is like you, you don't have to you don't have to pigeonhole uh, little people into just straight little people roles. Right. Um. You don't have to be like, oh, okay. We we need if they're to remake Wizard of Oz. Okay. Well, we need a thousand little people because we need right. we need Munchkins. You know, or we need seven little people for Snow White and Seven Dwarfs. And I get what he's saying. It's like if you keep if you keep saying these are little people roles, then they're never going to have an opportunity for roles outside right. of that. Yeah. Um. The only thing I can think of negatively and what he said. Not so much what he, you know, like him saying anything, because he has the right to say whatever he wants. He's Peter Dinklage. He's a famous actor. He is a little person. He has the right to speak his mind about the thing. I think the only thing he did that wasn't right um, that may be a fear of, you know, everyone on the other end of it is if he goes about this the wrong way or says stuff about it in a negative way, cancel culture is going to come back and say, like, oh, shit, well, if little people think all we're doing is just, you know, profiling them for these roles because they're little, then we won't do that anymore. We'll get someone else to do it. So it looks like, hey, we're we're an equal opportunist. We'll give these roles to... Whoever you know, can do them, yeah. five eight, five, nine, five, 10, five 11, we'll just CGI them down. And then all of a sudden, that, that group, that, that little people group, you know, loses. That's up because then people are too afraid to hire them because we need munchkins. Right. We need little people. We need Oompa Loompas, you know, stuff like that. You know, we we need a guy... We need a seven foot tall guy who has a four foot ten friend and stuff like that. Uh, uh, fucking um, uh, Tom Thumb and uh, the Greatest Showman. You know, it's stuff like that. You know, it's, it's when you, when you go about certain things the wrong way and you say certain things the wrong way, it puts a lot of fear in movie producers who are going to be like, you know, he's right. Maybe we shouldn't just assume we need little people to do this. Let's find right. somebody else. But now the people who are willing to do it. Lose out. So right. I just, I, I just think there's always a right and wrong way to do things. And even though he has the opportunity and he, you know, he's perfectly allowed to speak his mind, I guess just watching the way he's saying it. Cause he knew at one point he went back and said, like he has nothing against uh, the girl who got, uh, um, cast, in the role. Uh, got, got cast in the role, but he had to go correct himself from saying it earlier because the way he worded it, it sounded like he was kind of roping her into the whole you know right. diversity yeah. thing, so it's like he he knows he knows how to say certain things, he just has to watch how he says it to where it may affect other people that may right. want may want those rules, yeah. yeah, 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 so yeah, just I mean, like i said it's it's <laughs> it's really harder for you know you and I to right talk about this because obviously you know we're not in this situation, but you know what it's yeah. Yeah, it feels like such a weirdly like non-scandal in so many ways. It's
1: like I, I, can't believe they're making so much hay out of it. Like just mm-hmm. one guy saying his opinion as a guy who's part of that community. You know, it's just I don't I don't think anybody if anybody I think like part of the problem anybody who's like looking at it and going oh yeah he speaks for everybody in the community like I don't I don't think that's the case I don't you know yeah. no one like like uh, a little bit like that one guy said no one elected him the king of
0: the little people. Yeah. You well, know? yeah. It's, it's, I, don't, like, I don't think he sees himself as that spot either. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's thing too. It's not like he said we as a united front decided He just he gave it right. on huh? behalf
1: of little people everywhere. Uh, yeah. Go fuck yourself. He just said as a as a serious actor who's just now finally getting serious roles after mm-hmm. 30 years in the business. Uh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it, You know. Yeah, it's,
0: yeah like so I said, just yeah. I guess, I guess it's just like I said, just a way of how things are worded and things are said.
1: Yeah. Uh, but the way things become think, news these
0: days. Exactly. Um. I don't. I don't know if this is gonna be something that's gonna just blow over in a couple of days, or if they're gonna like really run with this. But I mean, I would love for like you know somebody like, like uh, the the guy who portrayed Hornswoggle. I would love for him to have an opportunity to do Snow White if he wants to. You know, like, or even just say, yeah. you know, just leave it an open casting, invite the people to the showing and everything. Whoever gets it, gets it, you know, know, short, tall, whatever, you know, just fill the roles. But I think they should still leave them as dwarfs in the movie because that's what the movie's about. Right. You know, I mean, Aladdin doesn't work when he's driving around on a fucking Swiffer instead of a rug. (laughs) Right. You know, like, (coughs) authenticity is still an important thing when it comes to movies regardless of what it is, you know. Yeah. Mulan was still based in, you know, China.
1: Right. Well, no, I feel like I haven't. I. I honestly, I have not seen a single live action remake that Disney has done. Oh, dude. Uh, to, to be completely honest, I just don't. I just don't value it. It does not matter to me. I look my. I go by Cartoon Joe. I do not give a fuck about live action cartoons. Like
0: <laughs> it's just not who I am. Is there a worriness that won't hold up? No,
1: no, I just, I just haven't done it. I just have no interest. I,
0: I will tell you this: any live action, if you're willing to watch at least one, the Emma Watson Beauty and the Beast.
1: That's what I've heard. I've heard that's that one is, very, is really, really good.
0: Very, very. Good. I've, I haven't watched the Mulan one. The Aladdin one was okay. Uh, it's just really hard to replace uh, Robin Williams with Will Smith. Mm-hmm. So that was a
1: weird choice, too. Yeah.
0: But. So that one's a little different. Uh, but. Um, uh, yeah, Beauty and the Beast, absolutely amazing. I love Beauty and the Beast is one of my top favorite uh movies. I'm glad they like did the uh, live action. I definitely fucking recommend it. If you were to watch one, I would recommend that one. Yeah. Yeah, nice.
1: Yeah, and well, that's a, I, if I ever watch one, that'll be the one I watch, but I just I just haven't done it.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's
1: the other thing too is I really have no dog in this fight to some extent because I'm not going to watch it. I just I just have no interest. The the original Snow White was good enough for me. I don't
0: need a new one. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, let's wrap this thing up with some M and M's. Yeah, because they're they're, not they're changing it.
1: To Tucker Carlson anymore?
0: <laughs> right, they're wearing the wrong shoes, bro. Right. Yeah, they're not wearing uh, shoes. <laughs> Mars. Uh, let's see here. Uh, M&M's are getting a sweet makeover in 2022. This is from the New York Post. The chocolate candies that melt in your mouth, not in your hands, are giving fans a new way to love their favorite characters. Both the red and yellow characters' shoes have laces, while the orange orbs' kick now have untied laces. Uh, the six refreshed characters are most noticeably sporting new shoes. The green M&M's have thrown out their high-heeled boots for sneakers, while the brown candies wear lower heels. Uh, the characters are changing up their looks for a fresh modern take on their style and more nuanced personalities to underscore the importance of self-expression and the power of community through story time. Keep in mind, these are candy M&Ms in a commercial right. that are now game personality. Yeah, <clears throat> So you can fucking relate to them for the 48 seconds they're on, on TV. Right, uh, Mars Said in a statement, adding that today's more dynamic, progressive world would be reflected in the changes. Ah, <coughs> uh, see here. Uh, let's see if I can find some more of the changes here. Uh, the MMs uh, even got brand new poses to show off. Stances are to be more inviting and welcoming to everyone's feels, as though they are part of the crew, and fans will see more characters featured together. In group shots and with each other, making anyone feel invited. Uh, God, I hate corporate culture so much. <laughs> uh, let's see you. Uh, some of the things I do remember reading about, uh, the red, the red, uh, Eminem who is a little more bullying is now going to be more understanding and more kind. The, the yellow one who is a little more dopey is going to be more passionate and caring. Uh, like I said, the, the brown and the brown one and the green one who, more feminine they're going to be more professional I guess in a way with the lower high heels or the sneakers sure yeah yeah, yeah pretty pretty much what it is is um it's time for m and to realize that they're they're, uh, they're they're allowing their M&Ms to n- not be who they want them to be I guess in a way or I, I don't know how to uh,
1: Still there?
0: Oh, Joe, don't tell me things are screwing up. Oh yeah, okay. for just a second there you cut out. Oh, you monster, don't you do that to me. I was like, we literally got 5 minutes left of this show. Yeah, right. <laughs> um I, I do have an opinion on this. <laughs> I I'd hope so because I'm I'm trying I'm trying to figure out how these like you know, I mean, I Okay, you go ahead. You, you, you yeah, go yeah. So I,
1: I, I literally don't know why people care about this. Um, it's such a strange story to care about because they're just – they're mascots for a candy company, and I just don't care. Mm-hmm. Like I don't care if they're wearing high heels or sneakers or if they're more understanding or more bullying. I really do not give a single iota of fucks. That being said, you know what I do care about is the fact that Mars Candy Company was recently indicted for having child slaves. And to distract from having that story, they decided to change the way their M&Ms look and make that the story of the week. And it's just like you fucking monsters are sitting here talking about how your M&Ms are more progressive. They're reflecting the progressive values of our company. What progressive values are involved in having child slaves? <laughs> hey, I, I I do not give a single fuck what kind of shoes the M&M in the commercial was wearing, because when I buy them and eat them, they're not wearing shoes. They're just candy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I just don't give a shit. But what I do care about is that you have enslaved children in Africa farming coca beans For your chocolate. (laughs) Like, come on. That's what I don't know. It's just it's so infuriating. It's it's such it's such corporate double speak nonsense to me.
0: Oh, it makes me so mad. Well, (laughs) if it makes you feel better. If it makes you feel better, they're allowing the orange M and M to acknowledge and embrace his own anxiety. So I mean Right. Well you (laughs) you know.
1: Right. Yeah. There's no no. There's nothing on no no uh, no cartoon characters for children that that have anxiety. You know, it just it's only this this one M M&M and M you get to see for 15 seconds at the front of your YouTube ad.
0: Oh yeah, and also uh, they're dropping the Mister and Mrs. at the at the front, so there's no more gender distinction between the M and M's. Right. Well, because
1: one thing M and M's famously have is genitalia.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah well that's the thing it was like uh, now now they're they're all like a Kendall every last one of them now they' <laughs> got smooth because the, the fear of the fear of knowing mr blue was the concept of there might be genitalia uh-, right. This, right. uh the 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 brown the brown and m M&M is now gonna have uh more of a uh standard um uh, p- uh, pair of glasses no more classiness which I don't up.
1: understand. She had classy glasses
0: before. She she had she had some classy glasses. Now they're no longer classy. They're just going to be oh, normal, no normal everyday run of the mill glasses to, to show to show how how on the same level everyone is that she is. You know, <laughs> she she's no better than everyone else to have designer glasses. Right, right. Oh uh, nonsense! Pure nonsense. The, uh, let's see. Here. The three male M&M characters will act in less traditional masculine ways. Ad Week reported the red would be less bossy.
1: <laughs> I trust what was traditionally masculine before.
0: I, I guess the uh-huh. bullying and the awkwardness. I you know what the thing is, like the MMs remind me of the three stooges, and that's what I love most about it. You had the mokay character, the curly one, you had the other one who no one really gave a shot, as in Larry. Yeah. But now the red one's gonna be less bossy, the orange one's gonna acknowledge and embrace his anxiety. I'm sure there's gonna be more hugs because that's what people really want. They want yeah, they want their candy advertisements to focus more on the emotion that people get from the commercial rather than selling the fucking candy.
1: Right. Well, that's what, that's what we sell now. We sell, we sell emotions. Yeah. You know, if, if you feel a certain way about the candy, then you're more likely to purchase the candy.
0: Mm-hmm. That's right. And that's right. I just, I hate it. There
1: are, there are some times when my communications degree comes in handy because I know what's behind the marketing <laughs> and this is what's behind the marketing is that they don't care about you, the consumer. They don't give a fuck. They don't they don't care at all. They just want to do what they think will make the most money. And what they think will make the most money is you thinking about this instead of the fact that they have child slaves.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Here's a. okay, so so Andy Zisler, an editor at Bitch Media. Never heard of it. But I've heard of Bitch Media. I think they heard do of, like Reductress. Okay. Uh so he so this is what he put. Women. Everyone's lives now improved if we had things like paid family leave, universal pre-K, affordable child care, and the ability to make inform, in, informed decisions about our reproductive features. Right. Capitalism. LOL. No, but please enjoy these feminist 7Ms. Right. <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. It's... <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, but I mean, like, they're, they're fucking characters, man. Right, yeah. And I just and don't – And they're not t- it's not a TV show. Right. It's, it's you know 48 seconds. Haven't... You know what I haven't watched
1: in, like, I don't know. I've maybe seen a commercial for anything maybe three times, it feels like, mm-hmm. in the last decade. I don't watch commercials anymore. All of my streaming services have no commercials. Yeah. I, I I really this is another one I have no dog in this fight. I just don't care about it, and I don't understand why it's been in the news for the last week.
0: Yeah, it doesn't now. It doesn't say when these new characters are going to roll out, but you can only assume it's going to happen at the Super Bowl. Yeah, probably because that, that's like the commercial day of the fucking year. Right. Um, I don't know what the commercial is going to be. It's probably like we here at Mars sells hugs and M and M's. Yeah.
1: Oh gosh, the red M M&M and M is trans now. Who
0: cares? <laughs> and less bossy, right? And less—he's more under—he he, he, they are more understanding. Right. Oh, and they all gosh. wear the same shoes, right? <sighs> God, I, you know, what, I'm so gonna miss—I'm gonna miss the red M M&M, and M, yellow M M&M and M commercials like that. Like the Halloween ones, and I like uh, the Christmas one a lot. Oh, with Santa it does exist. They do they, exist. I do Those exist. And they, yep, you've seen that. You can't do that stuff anymore because I don't yeah. know if you can have Santa in commercials.
1: I actually don't even know. I don't even know. Jeez. Oh, well, I don't know what Coke would do if you couldn't have Santa in a commercial, though.
0: Right. Like you have to change the polar bear and shit too because they're in right. danger. I yeah, think. Somebody, yeah. I think somebody it's actually did try it. to cancel. <laughs> Well, I think somebody actually tried to cancel the polar bear and coke. Oh, interesting. Yeah, we we'll we'll got to we like got to see that cuz like if you if you don't know that
1: polar polar bears look terrible now. They're they're not in good shape No. So, I could see where like they're trying to let you know that like they're not okay. The Arctic is melting. We're now just sending oil ships through it. Oh, man. The world's, the world's,
0: the world's falling apart. <laughs> the world is falling fu- World's yep. falling apart, bro. Yep,
1: yep, yep. Uh, anyway. All
0: right. Well, let's end this on a lighter note. Tell me what you're freaking thinking about, Joe. I
1: am. Uh. Uh. Probably the the thing I'm most thinking about now is uh I, I've started selling plasma again. Uh, it's been a while since I've done it. Um, the nope. I saw in selling plasma.
0: Yeah, you ever done that? I've. You mean like in your blood? Yeah, I've donated plasma. I didn't know people are buying it. Well,
1: I mean, I guess technically uh, they say uh, they call it donating, but they give you money for it. So, like, I, I've never, never, got, money it. It. never got money for it. What the? you never got money for it? Oh, man, you've been you've been really robbed because the typically the bigger you are, the more money you make. Why? Because uh, they can take more. How much money are they uh, fucking giving for plasma? I'm I'm gonna go today. I'm gonna make 130 for a for a liter of my blood.
0: Well, maybe this is new.
1: Yeah. Well, this one the, I'm, I uh, I started doing it again because like there's a huge shortage, so I'm I'm happy to help out. Um, but also the the local plasma center is offering a uh, it's 900 for the first if you if you do it eight times you get 900 bucks. And eight I'm like, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, you can only so
0: donate plasma like like every eight weeks or some shit.
1: No, no, no. Plasma you can give every other day. Well, twice you're supposed to do twice in seven days at the most. But
0: Oh, I don't know. I just, the last time I gave plasma was back in like two thousand eight and I gave it once. I think some girls said like if you wanna come back and donate again, you gotta wait like twelve or fourteen days.
1: Yeah, if you do uh if you do um whole blood or or whatever, then you have to wait longer for it to regenerate. But yeah, with plasma they just they, uh, there's a machine. It takes it out. It cycles it, uh, mm-hmm. and it puts the red blood cells back. And it's just the plasma that they take out. And they give you like uh, when I used to do it in college, I'd get like sixty bucks uh, every every couple days. It was great. Awesome. So and now this one they're they're up in, it's like nine hundred bucks. So like the I did it last week. It was a hundred dollars. Today it'll be a buck thirty. In a couple of days it'll be a hundred again. And after eight I'll have a, I'll have nine hundred dollars. That's just just like
0: for doing nothing
1: for sitting in a chair with a thing in my arm, you know. Like I just I I don't I I don't mind needles; they don't bother me, and so I'm literally just doing what I would be doing at home. I'm sitting and playing on my phone for an hour, but they're taking my blood while it happens.
0: I'm so, glad you threw that in there at the end. Yeah, which is like I <laughs> mean, right,
1: right. Yeah, I'm just sitting at home draining my blood. I just Fine. Feel,
0: you're like you know I feel full
1: <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know what? I will say I love – it seriously, it's one of my absolute favorite things is giving blood. I can understand why people thought that giving that, – that, like, the four humors were real and that sometimes you had to be bled to feel better because I, I genuinely feel better after I've given a pint of blood. It's weird, but that's me. Yeah, it's I don't mind thought. being weird. Oh, it is. It is. So but I'm I'm giving plasma again. And I'm really happy about that and uh I'm really happy about the amount of money I'm going to make from it because it's you know it's a lot of money. So Anyway, what about you? What are you, what
0: are you freaking
1: thinking about?
0: Well, now I'm thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> um I've been uh I've been watching Peacemaker on uh, HBO Max. Oh, nice. I've heard really good things. Yeah, it's I love the music. Reminds me of like Guardians of the Galaxy. It plays the older music. All right. Um, John Cena is phenomenal in it. Uh, they and I, the one thing I don't like is that HBO Max releases the episodes weekly when it's new. Oh yeah. So I'm not a fan of that. So they only got five episodes out, but it just let me binge it, you monsters. Right. It's it's just weird because. There's certain things in there that you wouldn't expect to be in a TV show today, but I think it's because it's HBO Max. They kind of like go for it. Like uh, I guess because uh, in the I don't know anything about the comics, but in the TV show, Peacemaker's dad is the uh, the the white dragon. Okay. So he's like some KKK clans member, like leader. Oh
1: shit! Okay, yeah. gotcha.
0: Yeah, uh, it was portrayed by the guy who played the cop in Terminator. Oh
1: gosh. So,
0: yeah, it's, uh, so it's weird because, I mean, he, I mean, there's this Asian cop that comes and questions him and he just says all this, uh, like, racist bullshit and there's like one, like one scene where he's like, you know, I do like your people's noodles. You got that right at least. You know, <laughs> shit like that. So it's, <laughs> it's weird, like, seeing or listening to this, like, holy fuck, you know, like, this is a shit you don't get anymore. And I was like, well, I guess because it's a streaming app, right? you know, it's almost like Orange is the New Black, you know. They go, they can show nudity, they can show right. uh, they can get away intercourse with a between more. two, yeah, because it's a streaming app, it's not obviously broadcast through, you know, cable. Um, But I never thought they'd go that far. But, I mean, DC was known more for their dark, uh kind of edgier stuff, so. Yep, yep. I guess in a way it makes sense. Um, but I like it. Uh, speaking of Orange is New Black, there's a girl on there who's from the TV show Orange is New Black. There is a woman on there. If you ever get a chance, look up the cast of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a woman on there, Nate. uh Her character is called Harcourt. Oh, okay. When I watched her in the very first episode, the moment I saw her was like, if for any reason Disney wanted to get rid of Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. Fire her and needs to replace her. Uh-huh. This girl could step into that role, no fucking problem.
1: Oh, I see it. Yeah.
0: I'm like, I, I was looking at this girl, like, because I mean, she has like, a couple fight scenes in the movie, too, or in the show, too. And I was like, this girl could be fucking Captain Marvel. If they wanted to put anyone in there who wasn't like a big name, this is her. 100%. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I like I said, I watched the first five episodes, and I'm just waiting for the. Next episode to come out and stuff like that. So in the meantime, I I watch a lot of TV shows. I I mean I've been working a lot, you know, over the last few days, and you know I I have my kind of my 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 days kind of planned out the best I could. So there's a there's some downtimes here and there. So I kind of fill it with watching, you know, TV and stuff like that. So sure, I started watching Psych again. I'm still running through uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Peacemaker. Um, I don't know why people think it's so hard to watch more than one TV show at once. It's really not, but yeah, so I'm doing that. Nice. Yeah. Hey Joe. Yeah. Every week our listeners can catch Cartoon Joe here on this freaking show. But if an hour of Cartoon Joe just isn't enough for our listeners, where can they go? Hey, if you need more Cartoon Joe, you can find me over at the GeekCast Live Podcast at
1: violentpress.com. You can also find us on Facebook, iTunes, Spotify, and Twitter by searching GeekCast Live.
0: Perfect. Guys, make sure you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter just by searching This Freaking Show. If you have any comments or questions or you want to come on the show to talk about maybe a hobby or something you created that you want to talk about with, you know, me and Cartoon Joe, feel free to reach out to us at This Freaking Show at Yahoo.com or message us at Facebook. Let us know uh, what what it is you created, what it is you do, and uh, let us know and we'll see if we can set something up. Uh, I still don't know what work is going to be like for me in the future. Uh, a lot of things are kind of bouncing around and I'm still trying to figure that out. But uh me and Joe are committed to getting you guys out a show every week and we're going to do our best to do that. Uh even if it means we got to do uh some alternative concepts to what we need to do. Um we will get it done. Yep. We'll we will it get we will get it done because we uh we love you guys as our listeners and uh well we get paid money to do this, so now we got to kind of do that. Right. <laughs> thanks again to cartercomics.com ball wash and audible for being sponsors of the show we appreciate you guys very much again use the promo code freaknet at cartercomics.com save yourself 10% on your entire purchase Ballwash.com use promo code freaknet to save 15% on your entire order or go to audibletrial.com slash freaknet get a 30 day free trial plus a credit to your first book purchase Uh, that's all I got guys so as always I am Travis And I'm Cartoon Joe. And thank you for listening to another episode of this freaking show. I'm out.